Hey everyone, welcome to Contract Sync, the podcast that dives into the nitty-gritty end of your SaaS sales pipeline. Looking at things that cause a slowdown in procurement, looking at how you can improve that end of your sales cycle, and really just diving into some of the interesting parts that come along with negotiating sales in the software as a service space. So today we're going to dive into something that is quite interesting from a commercial perspective, and that's uh, one of the clauses that comes up during contract negotiation. The particular clause that we're going to talk about today is the termination for convenience clause that is fairly commonly requested, especially when you are negotiating with large enterprise customers. Now, when you're negotiating with large enterprise customers, there's often a lot of back and forth that you go through with uh, different contract clauses. And at the end of the day, you are just trying to get to a point where you can do business. But there's all that legal nomenclature and legal clauses that you have to agree to along the way. One of the things that uh, comes up a lot is uh, clauses that are around termination. So a termination clause in a software as a service contract is any clause that relates to a reason why either party, whether it be your company or your customer, can terminate that contract. And when they do, what happens to that contract afterwards? Who's responsible for what? Uh, Are there any outstanding fees? Things like that. There can be a lot of different types of termination clauses. Uh, One of those termination clauses is based around whether or not you are holding up your end of the bargain, whether you're providing the services that you are actually promised the customer. Uh, There can be termination clauses around whether or not you have breached any material parts of the contract, Uh, for example, breached some privacy or uh, not being able to hold up your SLAs for a, a certain period of time or things like that. There can be a lot of nuances around termination clauses. But the one that we are digging into today is specifically termination for convenience. Termination for convenience is a bit of a difficult one for customers that are buying a software as a service platform. It's difficult because quite often when you're selling to large enterprise customers, even though you have lots of belief in your startup and your tech company, they may see it as a big risk paying for an annual contract up front for a software program that they're not really sure if it's the best kind of program for them. They have to do a lot to implement the program uh, and they want to have a caveat around that. And the termination for convenience is that caveat. And that, that termination for convenience usually says, hey, within 30 days or 60 days or a certain period of us starting to use the software, we would like the option to just say, you know what, it's not for us. We want to stop and we want to cancel the contract. Effectively, that is what a termination for convenience clause is. It is giving the customer the option to say, you know what, we've tried it out, not for us. We're going to end right here. Now, the reason why this is really difficult uh, is it, it makes sense from an enterprise customer point of view. They want to reduce their risk. But for any software as a service company that is selling, it is really something that you want to avoid. And the reason why you want to avoid it is 
the majority of software as a service companies out there who are selling into the enterprise uh, space are looking to uh, lock in forward-looking annual recurring revenue with invoices or contracts that are annual in advance. The reason why they do that is that is why that is the way that software as a service companies report on their annual recurring revenue and their growth of their annual recurring revenue. What a termination for convenience clause does is it allows that customer to get out of your contract without really giving a reason other than they just don't enjoy using your product. And with that, it can be really detrimental to the, your ability to have faith in your company's annual recurring revenue. What I mean by that is as you're growing your annual, annual recurring revenue, let's say I bring on a new customer, that new customer is worth $50,000 a year to me. Fantastic. I report that. I say to my board, I say to my investors, look, we added on $50,000 in annual recurring revenue. Isn't this fantastic? And then a month down the road, that annual recurring revenue turns out not to be so annual in the end. That customer has a termination for convenience clause. They invoke that clause. They say, you know what? Not really interested in carrying on. And suddenly your annual recurring revenue becomes not annual recurring revenue. It becomes one time or just uh, you can only look at it over a couple of months. And that's the real crux of why uh, termination for convenience clauses are really bad for software companies and you really want to avoid them. Now, as you go through your negotiating, it's important to understand that that clause in particular is something that you should always try to negotiate out of contracts. There are times during negotiations that it may not be feasible to negotiate that out. If you are dealing with a customer who is really not 100% sold on your product, has real concerns, uses phrases like, it's our policy to have termination for convenience clauses. This is common. This comes up. One of the ways you can negotiate around that is when you dig into the termination for convenience clause, there is a couple of ways that it can be structured. So with the termination for convenience clause, it, it offers the customer that option to, to opt out, to, to break the contract and to no longer use the product. Underneath that termination for convenience clause, there is uh, explanation as to what happens when that customer invokes that clause. So if you can't negotiate out the termination for convenience clause, you can look to negotiate the results of that termination for convenience clause. And one of the most common things that companies look to do with this when they're negotiating through a software as a service contract is look at whether or not the upfront payment that the customer has made, if you're billing customers annually in advance, which is generally best practice for software as a service companies, to look to ensure that if the customer have that, has that termination for convenience clause, it is not refundable. And that is really the key crux of the thing. If you can keep any termination for convenience clauses to be non-refundable in that 
your customer will pay you upfront annually. They will pay that in one invoice, one bulk amount. They still have the option to stop with the contract using that termination for convenience clause. But you look to ensure that you can still have that revenue coming into your company by making it a non-refundable termination for convenience clause. Now, of course, this can be pushed back by enterprise companies, but if an enterprise company that's buying your product has a policy that they have to have a termination for convenience clause, you can let them have that termination for convenience clause while still protecting yourself and protecting your revenue by having a non-refundable part of that termination for convenience clause. And that's really what you want to look at doing if a customer is forcing you into that position. What that then allows you to do is allows you to ensure that you keep that income coming into your company um, as any SaaS startup is looking to grow. They need that income. Uh, quite often, once that income has come into your company, it's already earmarked for spend and forward-looking growth. So having refunds is, is really hamstrings your company's growth and makes things difficult. So being able to hold on to that and not have that refund clause will be super useful for your company. And it's also in the best interests of all of your salespeople. So if you think of any sales commission structures, uh, whether or not you pay out on once the cash has been received by uh, your invoicing system, or whether you pay out on booked income uh, of what the, the salesperson has closed, either way that, uh, that possibility that a termination for convenience clause could be invoked and an invoice could be refunded really puts a lot of difficulty on that sales commission structure, having to claw back commissions, having to have caveats within your commission contracts and things like that. And it just spirals out of control of all the different complexities that the ripple effects of having a termination of convenience with refund clause in contracts has. So those are the, the many, many reasons that you should be looking to negotiate out these terminations of convenience. And as you get further down the track with your SaaS startup, what you'll also start to see is when you start to get into conversations for due diligence with investors and they start to run through your contracts, it is one thing that they will look at quite closely is how reliable is the annual recurring revenue that you're reporting. If a lot of customers have that termination for convenience clause and you are liable for refunding them if they do churn within the, the one-year period of their contract, it makes your annual recurring revenue look much less reliable and it's a bit of a red flag to investors. So something to keep in mind. Now, as you go through this, it is very much something that you should look to use as a negotiation point when you log roll and do your negotiations. With any contract, you should be looking at all the different parts, what you can negotiate and what's a hard no to negotiate. This is generally in the hard no category. As I mentioned, you can look to have that, that non-refundable clause in there that makes it a, a bit more of a softer nose so you can have a better conversation with the customer, especially with their legal team. But it's always good to keep in mind that that termination for convenience clause can cause a lot of issues for you. Now, as with anything, uh, this is not legal advice. 
This is commercial advice on as you go through and negotiate your contracts with customers for your software as a service company. If you're looking for more information, check out our website at contractsent.com. And as always, keep updated on, on the podcast. We'll have more episodes coming out. Uh, this week, we've got a great episode coming out with another RevOps master who will show us the ins and outs of what you should be collecting during your sales pipeline. Next week, we'll get a head of sales on. The week after, we've got a lawyer on. So really keep in touch, have a listen, check out our website for all the latest things to come. Thank you and have a great day.